It's a duck. Duck can no. It's a. It's a chicken. All right, it's a wait, wait, wait. Go from the outside. Okay, no. It's a turkey <laughs> it's on the a, outside. No, no, you gotta go stuff inside, stuff inside. Okay, listen. Welcome to the Love Yourself Louder podcast. If you're a growth-minded gal who's ready to walk a joyful journey of living wholeheartedly, then you, my dear, are in the right place. My name is Nicole DeFelice, and I'm obsessed with all things personal growth, expanding our self-awareness, and getting intentional about practicing self-love. This podcast is where you will be encouraged and challenged to unleash courageous confidence and cultivate more meaningful connections in your life. It's time to start loving yourself louder. Hey there, friends. We've got Sam here. Hi. <laughs> Coming back on. Super, super grateful for um, just the incredible feedback that uh, Sam and I received for the episode that we shared together. It, the actual, the really cool thing to see was that that was the most listened to episode. That's awesome. Yeah, the most downloaded episode. And so... That's it. People want more Sam. They want to hear my voice. <laughs> so we're bringing him back. Beautiful. We're bringing him back on. And this episode dropping right before Christmas. So we are talking all about holiday traditions um, that are special for our family. And also um, navigating the holiday season as a blended family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. There's a, I think we've learned quite a few lessons over the years, so if we can impart that to other people, I think it'd be great. Lots of gold in there. Um, let's kick it off with holiday traditions. So I'm sure every family out there, right, has some special traditions uh, that are, you know, kind of unique to them for the holiday season. We have some that we wanted to share um, maybe just to inspire you guys to start some of your own traditions and also so that we can start getting some inspiration from you guys about things that we might want to implement with our family in the future. Um, so holiday traditions, one holiday tradition that I'll, that I'll kick us off with and then I'll pass the mic to Sam, um, that has always been really strong in our family has been around ornaments. Yes. So for us, um, what we do is each ornament that we get, we're, we look all throughout the year. Um, and if we're doing something, something special occurs. A lot of times it goes around uh, a vacation, like a highlight of a vacation. Like if we're out in Yellowstone and we see a bear or a moose, maybe we'll get an ornament that's you know Yellowstone with a, a beautiful moose on it. So when we look at the tree and we're looking at all these little all these ornaments that are adorned the tree, we're looking at years and years and years of memories. It's like, oh, hey, do you remember that day we were at this national park? Oh, do you remember that day we went out to Block Island and our sail- sailboat almost flipped over? Um, or <laughs> up in Maine oh, when our kayak got, got stranded? The one we just got when we were in Cape Cod. Um, this past year, we did a camping trip with the kids at Cape Cod. And um, one of the highlights for us was we got to go on a whale watching cruise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was insane. We were, like, right there. That was great. 
almost just incredible to have like sperm whales just right there. So we, you know, throughout the year, we'll, you know, because obviously summertime vacations, we take our ornaments, we put them off to the side, and it goes into the ornament box. But when we decorate the tree, you know, we'll have uh, the Polar Express going, we'll have some hot cocoa going, and we kind of just talk through all these ornaments as we're putting them up. Some might be like my first ornament from when I was, you know, a little little baby. Um, <laughs> Mia's first haircut. Mia's first haircut, or you know, you know, my grandmother when she, you know, passed and went to heaven, and we have beautiful ornaments that you know preserve those memories. Um, so, and it drives some of our friends nuts. Who you know, they're like, oh, you can only have these type of ornaments, and it must be organized a certain way. Because when you look at the tree, it's 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 just. I'm going to use a big word. Is it is an amalgamation? Is that the right Ooh, word? What I is don't know. happening? I thought I heard someone say that one time. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Amalgamation. Mag, no, it's a smattering, people. <laughs> it's a smattering of, of our memories and of our Did life. Did you look up this $10 word in advance? You're like, uh, I'm going to find somewhere to say I whatever that I was. someone say that word. I could be wrong. I've been known to use the wrong word here and there. I'm looking it up later. So... But, yeah, so for us, we just see um, a lifetime of memories. You know, the kids growing up, us growing up. You know, I've got my ornaments from my childhood on the tree. Um, so it's, and it's continuous. It's always gone because the cats will continuously break ornaments. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, we're a cat household right now, and ornaments are all over the place. But it's, you know, I always thought that that was a fun tradition. I don't hear too many other people. I've heard so many people say that they have a similar tradition, but it's one that's pretty special to us. Yeah, I I love that tradition. It is very special to me because it almost makes me be like on the lookout when we are when we're like on vacation or we are just like you know celebrating special moments throughout the year. I'm like on the lookout all the time, like for that moment, mm -hmm. you know so that we can preserve that moment on the tree so it makes me kind of walk around with like expectation of like waiting for this magical moment to be like solidified for all time you know and um so even outside of just like um us you know every time we go on a trip uh, you know getting an ornament um from a special moment on that trip for us to remember it um i also get each one of the kids and sam an ornament every year i put it in their stocking um, that is like either a celebration of a personal accomplishment that they had that year um, or just like commemorates like for that year or something that was like an interest that was really strong or special for them. So like the year that you got promoted to sergeant, remember I got you that, that ornament <clears throat> with like your badge number on it. This is like a complete surprise. Well, Wait, it'll be it'll be a gift all over again when you find it in oh. the ornament box this year. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember that one from last year. Oh, it kind of makes me sad. I put so much effort into these <laughs> ornaments. 
I got myself one for the first time this year. Well, actually, that's not true because I got myself one last year. So last year, I got myself one um, that celebrated hitting six figures on Amazon. Mm. And it's like a little clear ornament and it's got little Amazon packages on it. And it's got like, you know, six figures with a little Amazon swoosh, which is super awesome. Um, I got myself one this year that's like a little acrylic like phone. And it has a picture of, like, my podcast cover as if the podcast That's is playing. Cool. And so, yeah, that was a really cool one. I can't wait until it arrives. I'll have to show you guys. Um, just to, like, celebrate myself, you know, along the way, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the ornaments tradition. And it, it does, like, make the whole decorating the tree um, experience just, like, totally upgrades it. Because you're just – you're not just putting, like – hanging random baubles on a tree you know it's like every time we pull an ornament out it's like oh remember when you know or if it's a memory that's just yours you get to like impart that on the children like oh this thing for my family yeah it's and as i'm just sitting here thinking about it and and i apologize for you know i have some memory issues but sometimes it can be like a little emotionally overwhelming you know um you start looking at start looking at those memories and you're like like for me i was the minute you start talking about it my brain defaulted to wow first christmas without my dad you know so it's like what mm. our brain is doing is 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 something else too so yeah i apologize it's that's nothing to apologize for but, if anything i think that I don't know. It, it, this year, when you unpack those ornaments it's, that are attached to dad and family, yeah. you're going to treasure them that much more. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. There's quite a few in there in the box that are going to kick you right in the feels. So, yeah. So, if you're ever out there on vacation, you ever wonder why, you know, if you're in the campground, in the camp store, and there's an ornament in July get it that's, that's something that we're keeping an eye out for yeah. you know or, get that ornament <laughs> or if you do a family trip to a zoo or aquarium you know yeah uh, so yeah just something to keep in mind yeah and there is one other ornament that we do every year that's kind of part of a tradition that's pretty fun the pickle the pickle <laughs> do you know what like the <laughs> i probably should have looked into this before we started this episode but like do you know the history of the pickle I thought it, does it go back to Germany? I think so. Yeah. I mentioned it to one of my friends when we were on a work trip, and she knew the whole story. I'm so like... <laughs> that ornament, it's it's seen better days. Um, there was a little history card that actually talked about the lore and history mm. of, of the pickle. Of the pickle. Okay, so here's, here's the dealio. The pickle, the pickle is an ornament that actually looks like like a like a dill pickle you know and so the idea is um usually we put the pickle ornament on the mantle when we're decorating the tree and then um after the kids go to bed on christmas eve we hide the pickle ornament somewhere on the tree um hi we're hiding the pickle on the tree and um in the morning when the kids wake up um the first one to find the pickle gets to open the first present open the first present of the year which you can imagine for little kids is quite yeah but even <laughs> them as teenagers they turn into little savages pushing you know 
Oh my goodness. I was gonna say actually, these past couple years, like, I don't know. I feel like these past couple years, the older kids have been good about yes. like, like you could see that they know exactly where it is and they're being mentors. Yeah, now. yeah, totally. Yeah. And they're and they're being like letting the younger sibling find it and experience that magic after they've you know gotten to do that for many years. So that's actually really cool to see in the kids, you yes. know. And I think there was one year actually where. Um, Mia was saying like, oh, well, you know, what if one year we hide it because you guys never, like us parents, like you guys never get to experience opening the first present because it's always us. And I was like, oh, that's so conscientious, you know? That is cool. Yeah, pretty awesome. I like the pickle ornament. I I think that's that's a fun one because it like kicks off the holiday with like that spirit of like unity you know and like they work together and so that's really cool um what else what else oh let's talk about um i mean we touched on it a little bit but like yeah how we actually decorate the tree like we usually make it kind of like a ritual almost Mm -hmm. that it's like a whole day that we all are just like okay today's the day we're decorating the tree yep fire up the uh the Polar Express. The Polar Express movie. Yep. Yeah. Make some hot cocoa. Always, always hot cocoa. Make some snacky snacks, some appetizers. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like endless appetizers that day. That's so fun. Everybody gets to, like, pick on, you know, little finger foods while we decorate the tree and sit down and take breaks and, like, reflect and chat and sip on hot cocoa. And it's always super super special argue about who made this ornament oh yeah yeah well it says 1980 so i'm pretty sure i know who made this ornament (laughs) argue about who broke the the ornament only one that was alive when this ornament was made so (laughs) actually i saw some super sweet like upgraded ornament packing uh totes in target just this past weekend and i was like i need to get those (laughs) because every ornament is so special to us like if we unpack ornaments and even one of them is damaged, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like crushing. You're like, no, that memory is gone now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think too, like the, the process of like going through those shared memories and experiencing them together every time, like it really, it solidifies the memory for me. And I think it really like reconnects the family every time too, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's a fun night, you know, throw some pajamas on. I'm a fan anytime that I'm in pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one, too. Every year we do do. um, You do. I do. (laughs) Every year I force everyone. The kids love it. So I don't know. But I do. We do do um, family holiday pajamas every year. And it is kind of like a thing for the kids. They're always looking forward to, like, what's mom's theme of the year. I feel like that's something newer. And when I say newer, last what five years? Five years, yeah, really since we moved here to the to the log cabin. Yeah, yeah, we started doing that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and the kids always look forward to it. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> like, who's gonna get what pattern of pants? You know, and I usually I do save them until either either one when we decorate the Christmas tree. Um, depending on how everybody's feeling that day or two, um, for Christmas Eve, which on Christmas Eve, oh, that's another one that I forgot about on Christmas Eve. We always let the kids, um, 
open one gift on Christmas yeah, Eve. Everyone gets one. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, another thing we've been doing too is a lot of the girls they've been wanting to have like their own little mini tree in their room. Oh yeah. So you know, you know, Santa might, you know, when it's Christmas time, he remembers to drop a uh, a present or two with that tree, just a, <laughs> a little individualized touch. Yeah, usually like uh, in little books or little crafts or just like a little something. Yeah, we just put up Nora's little uh, Christmas tree in her bedroom today. It is hot pink, and honestly, it's up there right now, like neon lights of New York City. Like it's like you can see it from the road. I'm like, how are you sleeping? She's not sleeping. I do think it's a great way, though, for them to, like, bring kind of, like, the holiday spirit, you know, like, into their space mm-hmm. and, and have it be, like, a lasting part of their day every day, you know, that they're, like, in that spirit of the season all the time. Um, yeah, that is, like, a like a, a subtle benefit to, like, decorating the house and, like, really getting into it is it's, like, a visual reminder, you know, of, like, this is a special time, you know, for us to come together and... I love that. Yeah, it is one of my favorite holidays. Oh, no, I'll, I'll be honest. It is my favorite holiday. Yeah, you kind of converted me to the dark side. My oh, favorite holiday. You weren't a yes. Christmas person. Yes. No, I was not a Christmas person. I was definitely team Halloween. Halloween was my favorite holiday. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But, yeah, your socks got blown off your first Christmas, so. Yeah, you really overdid it. Yep. <laughs> You way overdid on my first Christmas. I got I got like a, a nine millimeter and a crossbow and like you just went way overboard. Snowshoes. Snowshoes. Oh yeah. Snow- I should know it was a three eighty. Those oh right, it was a three eighty, sorry. But I would have preferred. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> anyway. That's okay. <laughs> I'm too small. <laughs> um yeah, and so what else? Um you seem to really love taking ownership of stocking, stocking. stuffers. Yeah, yeah stocking. I don't know how that ever happened. Um, I, I guess kind of like stocking stuffers, stock, stockings. To me, it's kind of it began to be a second thought when it comes to Christmas gift giving. Mm. Um, so Nicole does the heavy lifting with the uh, primary Santa taskings. Um, so <laughs> oh, wow. I maneuver into the stocking stuffers, which is just, uh, shenanigans. Stocking stuffers are always pure shenanigans for you. So I'll get, you know, I've got a, I've got a process. So we'll get some things that are cool, some snacky things. Um, and then I got to change the algorithm and just get stuff that's totally bananas bananas mm-hmm. um so usually we get a you know the kids will get a christmas spam <laughs> still don't and by christmas I spam st- it's a regular spam that just gets given at christmas i still don't know why you do that remember one year you put sardines in my stocking yes and <laughs> what was that the goose something Goose pate. It tasted like chicken noodle soup. soup. (laughs) That was a tasty little treat. That was so random. So what is what's with the spam thing? Like I think people need the background on the spam to fully understand why. You're gonna deep dive into my life. Why it's in the stocking? So everyone in this family has their primary spam. A can of spam. He is talking about 
disgustingly processed and canned meat. That's delicious. That is delicious. <laughs> um, so ever since I moved out on my own, one of the first things I did was I'd gotten a can of Spam, put it over the oven, and it's been like, you know, like every household has a picture of Frank Sinatra on the wall, you know? like No, that's yeah. not. Well, it's every Italian family. So that is not a thing. That is a thing. It's a thing. Wait till the feedback comes in. So, oh, my god. So wherever I've lived. Oh, wait, if you have a picture of Frank Sinatra in your house, please let me know. <laughs> So all the kids have one in their rooms, um, you know, every house I've ever lived in. When I'm deployed overseas, I have a can of Spam that comes with me for my, it's like my good luck Spam wherever I go. Oh, when I started a and new job? When you, in your office, yes. you had a can in your office. He gave me a can of Spam for and my office. And when that job came to completion, we had Spam and egg sandwiches. Yes. So yeah. um, all the kids love it. It's become a bit of a novelty. So... Um, we'll have spam and egg sandwiches, you know, for Christmas or a lot of the, some of the kids will save it for like this year. Um, Mia saved hers for, uh, camping. For camping. So yeah. day one of camping was. She busted out this can of spam. She's like so proudly came out with this yep. can of spam. She's like, dad. <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, you know, a lot of times the kids will get, like, some, you know, innocuous little level, levity thing that they'll they'll get, sardines or something silly. Um, oh, my gosh. Do you remember the sleeve of dinosaurs? There's, oh, the sleeve oh, the of safari animals? So, that's <laughs> the Christmas we don't speak of because that was the Christmas that Santa put everything in the wrong stocking because he didn't label it. <laughs> So, one kid got jerky that was supposed to go to me. One kid got baby stuffed animals. The teenager got the baby stuffed animals. <laughs> the baby got not um, got. It was like teenager it was like, things, like lip balms or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> face masks. And then the crazy part was that like <laughs> the teenager didn't want to give back the baby animals, and the baby didn't want to give back the lip balms. <laughs> it like, just yeah, and it then became the like the teenager <laughs> didn't want to give up the beef jerky. It became an epic battle of uh, the mis mis mismatched oh, stocking stuffers. Goodness gracious! That was a good one. That was a good year. That was a rough year. Um, what else? How oh Christmas magic Christmas magic on the Polar Express train. Oh, that's always fun. Um if you are not from the New England area, um which which is where we are at, um trains up here are still a pretty big deal. Um a really common uh, mode of transportation and um a real piece of like uh local history and beauty. Yeah, yeah. I love and trains. so um, we have quite a few um, local train stations that preserve um, historic trains from, like, the 20s and 30s. And um, during the holiday season, many of them will convert their, um, you know, vintage trains into uh, replicating the spirit of, like, the Polar Express movie. And so they, they have Polar Express train rides. A lot of fun. Yeah. You show up in pajamas, preferred to be in pajamas. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, everyone gets a cup of hot cocoa. Um, cookie. Everybody get a gets cookie. a cookie. Everybody gets a cookie. Um, every kid gets a gets to see Mr. and Mrs. Claus, mm-hmm. and they get a little gift from Santa, which is on par with the movie. Um, and spoiler alert: it's a bell from yeah Polar Express. Yeah, so. yeah, one of the jingle bells, yep. um, like from the reindeers. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? forget the name of it yeah me too but as long as you believe in in the spirit of christmas you can, you can hear, hear the, the bell. jingle yeah mia treasures that ornament it's a beautiful beautiful ornament yeah it's a phenomenal experience we've we've done it multiple times so um, fun they have like all these elves on the train and they're singing christmas songs and they like really get the kids in the spirit yeah super fun super fun like evening activity you know it'll be like after dark Hop on the train. Usually they'll have, um, like, Christmas lights along the train tracks. And it's just, like, really, really special memories. Oh, remember Mia, like, uh, laminated her golden ticket? Yes. And just kept that thing yes. forever. It, it actually became a decoration, a, de- a Christmas decoration. Yeah, she would put it under her tree every yep. year. The golden ticket for her Polar Express. That was really fun. Nutcrackers. Mmm. You want to talk about your obsession with nutcrackers and how I fuel this obsession? <laughs> you do a wonderful job of every year getting me a new nutcracker. <laughs> it's honestly becoming a problem because now we've been together for so long that the nutcracker collection is is getting a bit extra. <laughs> every year you ask me where this came from, this tradition. I don't know. I do not know. I can tell you. All right, let me back it up. So, we keep talking about childhood, right? We keep talking about memories. We keep talking about traditions. Um, I remember growing up, and when it was time to dust off all those vinyl records, because that's how we kept all of our Christmas music, you know, um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and all different kinds of, you know, um, Christmassy tunes. And for whatever reason, you know, I remember we would put on the little drummer boy and I, I don't remember how or why. I just remember being by the Christmas tree. I remember playing with my Legos. I remember trees decorated. I remember my dad wasn't on the road. He was home. Um, I remember that remember those ribbon candies mm. beautifully colored into little bows. Oh, yeah. I never cared for them, but I just thought they were beautiful. Um, I can remember all those things, and I remember the the record playing, and you know that the sound of vinyl, right? It's just a little scratchy, and the drummer boys playing, and I just remember looking at a Nutcracker um, decoration, and I don't know, it's like like a core memory that's just. It's for me that's kind of like the spirit of Christmas is that feeling I got. Mm. So every time I decorate with a nutcracker, every time I see a nutcracker in a movie, every time that I um that you gift me a nutcracker as part of a new memory, like I feel like it's keeping alive part of that memory from my childhood and it's keeping alive that essence of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And what's Christmas is supposed to be? No, it's not about 
buying giving and this and that and you know um it's it's just about being you know in a super loved space it's being with people who love you and you love and it's about you know you giving positive energy and positive memories and positive emotions and just so that we all just sit back and enjoy this beautiful day so i don't know maybe it's the heart of christmas it's staying alive mm. and that's that's the uh the totem <laughs> i don't know yeah i think i used that word right uh, you did you crushed okay. it high five oh, right. Ooh, nice ow. um yeah, I, I, I remember, like, when we first started dating, you know, it was, like, our first Christmas together, and you were, like, busting out these nutcrackers, and I was like, what is this? Like, I guess also, too, like, you know, Christmas wasn't a holiday that my family necessarily, like, super celebrated because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were, we were pretty, like, we had some humble roots. Um, there wasn't... A lot of celebrating to go around at the holiday times um you know and often like if we received gifts it was like from charity and so christmas to me was never a holiday that i got super into because often i felt like it was a holiday that was really difficult for my mom you know like she had it's understandable yeah like she had four children and like now that i'm a mom i especially understand like you really want to like impart special memories upon your children. And I know that she really struggled to care for us. And so like, I know that the holiday season was always a difficult time for her because us just getting by with regular, like basic needs of life type of stuff was really, really difficult. And so there wasn't like frivolous money around to be like buying rando gifts. And so Christmas was never a holiday that we super celebrated because, you know, it just, like, I don't know, it, I think it made her feel, like, guilty or ashamed, you know, or something that she couldn't, like, overdo it like other people did or sometimes, you know, get us anything. Um, and so Christmas with you was really the first time that I experienced, like, what is happening here? Just, like, it was... <laughs> It was madness. Um, not that, like, not at all that, like, gifts are about, you know, what Christmas is, but it really energized me, like, the spirit of being able to spend all year thinking about, like, what is one special thing that mm. I can gift to you that is going to, like, lift you up and light up your eyes and just, like, you know, maybe even start a new hobby for the year and, like, Gift giving has become such a huge part of my love language. Yes. I I like pride myself on being just like an epic gift giver. I love giving gifts. Sounds like you needed spam growing <laughs> up. It sounds like you your Santa list was lacking spam. If Santa had brought spam, we would have been like, thank you. That's Wednesday's dinner. <laughs> um yeah, so, and even now, like, I get so excited about gift giving. How often am I, like, just to open one gift? <laughs> like, there will be years when I will literally beg Sam, like, please 
It'll be way before Christmas. Please open this. Oh, that brings, that pops a thought into my head. All right. So everybody, when you're opening your gifts, right? Slow it down. Open up one gift at a time. If one child's opening up the gift, let them open up their one gift. Everyone enjoys it. We talk about it. You know, they feel like they've received something beautiful. Oh, yeah, we do do that. Yeah, but we've had a couple years where it was just this chaos mess of ripping open packaging, looking at a thing, throwing it to the side. That was early Christmases. And I'm not saying this is us. Yeah, yeah. Those were definitely early Christmases before I started slamming the hammer down of like. You've got to, you're speeding, you're missing the intent of the holiday. Yeah, yeah, right? totally. Slow it down. Totally. One gift at a time. Let us enjoy, and I say us, us, the whole family. Mm-hmm. If Mia's opening up Especially gifts, you, because, let's be real, 90% of these gifts you've never seen Oh, before. I want to know what yeah. I got these kids. <laughs> you know? Dad's equally as surprised as you on Christmas Day. So... <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes but, that is so slow true it down. slow just seriously slow it down like let's see, let's see what mom got let's see what dad got let's yeah, see do. what the kids got we do yeah. um but it's so you've got to be intentional you've got to stop and yeah. just be like whoa slow it down yeah you know so what he's trying to say is that what we do now um, having grown out of you know the the initial chaos of gifts with children over these many years that we've yep. been parents, what we do now is um, each person opens a gift and we literally take turns. Like it's that person's turn. They go, they pick one that's labeled with their name and we all wait and like watch them open it and really like take the time to soak up like that person's excitement for what they received the person who gifted it to them gets to like tell them this is why i thought that it would be meaningful to you they get to experience what the receiving is like for that person and we all get to share that and so it it's and then they like tag in the next person okay mom now it's your turn and like it has really turned christmas morning into almost like christmas day like we spend hours opening yes. gifts because it's done so like Purpose, mindfully. Purposefully, yeah. That is so great that you brought that up because I never even thought about that as like a you tradition. You just mentioned it, you yeah. know, and it just came into mind. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's just how easily we can kind of get lost in that shuffle. Or the kids for sure. Like they, I think it's just like their energy is so high, you know, like the excitement level is just like, (laughs) their, their fun meter is pegged. And so you have to really be intentional about like, all right, yes, this is exciting. We're all like happy to be able to be here and, and like exchange things, but the spirit is the receiving, you know, like the spirit is the giving and like all of us sharing that. And, um, yeah. So we do like when like, like cinnamon rolls in the morning, you know, and like, that's kind of what's for breakfast. And we really do just spend, Oh no, last year was biscuits and gravy. Oh yeah. Let's do that again. Let's do that. I'm such a fan of biscuits and gravy. Thank Um, you army for showing me that. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. The first time I ever had it was at basic training. Now it's like a part of the food pyramid. How do you think? I went to basic training in Alabama. 
Yeah, you got uh, the best like, of it. Oh, my God. For sure. On break, we went to the Waffle House. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, Oops. we went down a rabbit hole again. Oops, sorry. What were we talking about? We were talking about nutcrackers. Every year, I get you a new nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Always try to find... Theme. like Yeah, like a theme. What are some of the ones that I've gotten you? Um, You've got Soldier Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Um, There's Winemaker Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. I believe last year was... Was that Viking or wood woodsman? Yeah, lumberjack type. Trapper. Trapper. Tra- trapper. Fisherman. Cra- trapper cracker. Um, <laughs> policeman. Policeman. Man, so many. Sometimes I'll just find oh, there's one. Jack Skeleton right over there. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just find one and I'll be like, "This one's just absolutely cool, and we have to have it." But yeah, I do always try to theme them around Sam's interests so that all of his nutcrackers are like. I don't know, like representative of like facets of yeah, your personality. Of, yeah. Yeah. Or like whatever you're super into that year. If I could find a wrestling nutcracker, that Ooh. would be oh man. Right? Yeah. Speaking What's of that guy? What's that wrestler who goes Mick Foley? No, 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 oh. not Mick Foley. You could tell that story. That was the best gift of all time. You can yes, tell it that was. story next. I was actually thinking about oh what his name is right on the tip of my tongue. That wrestler is like Oh, Ric Flair? Ric Flair. If I could find a Ric Flair nutcracker, oh my God. that would be epic. <laughs> I'm sh- knowing Ric Flair, I'm sure he's got a line of <laughs> nutcrackers. Speaking of wrestlers and me being the most epic gift giver of all time, oh. you should talk about the gift I got you last year. Oh, the video. What did they call those? Uh, cameos? Yeah. With Mick Foley? Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, Mick Foley... One of the most amazing wrestlers, the hardcore legend of WWE. Um, Sam's super into wrestling. Love wrestling. Love it. It's a beautiful fashion, beautiful method of storytelling. Love it. <laughs> um, but for those, like, this one wrestler, he is like a huge, He he's such a fan of Christmas and Santa Claus. He wrote a book about what it's like to be like a pseudo Santa Claus and he 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 actually will like you know be a secret santa in the locker room with all the wrestlers and it's like he's he has such a high emotional investment into the essence of um of christmas of giving of making people happy of filling that void with the whole intent of what christmas is supposed to be and nicole's always trying to get me these crazy wild thoughtful gifts and sometimes they are amazing and beautiful they don't necessarily always emotionally connect and i know she's trying to get that you know that connection that oh god i'm like give me the tears yeah something and (laughs) so i'm I'm like she's like oh we're all done with christmas and she's like oh i got one more and she pulls out her phone and mick foley sends me a video and i was like what in the world and I watch it, and it's a very personalized video. And he's like, oh, Sam, you know, this is what's happening. You retired from the Army. He's like, you're in the middle of testing to be a sergeant. You know, like, and then, so, it it was so just personalized. And when it was over, I was like, I was so taken back and overcome. (laughs) You cried. I cried. Just call spade a spade. Uh, I will call spade a spade. I did. (laughs) I did, because I know how important Christmas is to Mick Foley. You know what I mean? And. He took that minute out for me. 
So then, like, a couple of days later, I had to go in for my interview, the promotional interview. And I'm like, man, I can't let McFoley down. I, 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 need, to, <laughs> I need to show up. Not me, your wife. It was Mick Foley you were worrying about. Well, <laughs> I didn't let any of you guys down, so um, it was just oh, it was man. it was probably my favorite gift of all time. I don't think I'm going to be able to top that this no. year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I've got up my sleeve on no. Christmas Day. Going for goose hunting with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Honestly, it does get to a point where like. Diminishing how do, return. How do I continue to one-up myself? I need to be less awesome at this because every year I'm upping the ante and it's going to get to a point where it's like... Yeah, that's already <laughs> happened. <laughs> Flying you to the other side of the world to go hang out with The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. um, Yeah. What else? Christmas traditions. I don't know. A lot of times, because there's a lot going on, um, I like when me and you will, uh, this is, I think we started doing this right around the time we got married, but, oh no, I'm sorry, when we moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd do a nice little Christmas walk. Mm. You know, we've got our nice 20 acres, we go out for the walk into the back, in the back side of the property, go for a nice hike, um... There's a lot going on at Christmas. It's crazy, 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 crazy. Kind of take it down a notch. Um, reflect, right? That's been a big thing this year for me. Um, you know, is self-reflection. So a lot. I, I love when me and you, me, you, and, you know, the little ones, we'll, we'll go out for a walk and we just kind of reflect on how the Christmas is, you know, mm. it's making us feel and how it's its impact on us um that's been a fun n- subtle new thing that i didn't even realize we were doing every year but we you know if there's snow we did one year we did snowshoes oh, i fun. loved that year that was my favorite love snowshoeing if there could be snow this year for the christmas walk and we could do snowshoeing again that that is my christmas wish yeah I, I, don't I, fail me mother nature um other than that i mean we've had We've had some fun frivolity in the Christmas menu. We have had lots of interesting concepts on the Christmas menu. And since you are, in fact, the chef of the house, I feel like it's for you to really dive into we, this we've one. Actually, we've both bounced on this one. Mm. Um, because, I mean, this kind of started before I started cooking. Yeah. But, uh... We've had we've had a lot of fun now. So for us, Christmas is um, we're not going anywhere. No one's coming here. A lot of times, it's just a very low key day. Um, yeah, that is intentional though. We're yes. we're very mindful about like this is a family day. We don't travel. We typically don't have people over at the house unless they are immediate family. Like we really want it to be time that's just us with the kids. Um, and so, yeah, we do, we take like a really nice long morning spending time, like eating breakfast together and opening gifts. And then we do do a really nice sit down dinner on Christmas day. Yeah. And you know, we've, we've been very playful with it. Um, we've gotten whimsical with the turducken. Oh man. I think I did the turducken. You did the turducken for sure. Okay. Listen, here's what a turducken is. If you've never heard of a turducken before, don't worry, because we hadn't either. 
randomly we saw this thing in the grocery store right around the holiday season and we were like we are having this turducken for Christmas dinner and what a turducken is is it is a chicken wait a wait no it's a (laughs) it's a duck duck no it's a it's a chicken. Right, it's a the, wait, wait, wait. Go from the outside. Okay, no. It's a turkey on it's the a, outside. No, no, you gotta go stuff inside, stuff inside. Okay, listen. It is sausage stuffing yes. inside of a Cornish hen. Yes. A Cornish hen stuffed inside of a duck. Yeah. A duck stuffed inside of a turkey. Yes. This and this is a turducken. It is one giant hunk of multiple species meats. But the flavor profile <laughs> is so delicious. Carving, and I think that year we actually had my family over yeah, for your dinner. Mom, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> my family's like, "What is happening here? We're like slicing through like five species of." Animals animals just like, like white meat dark meat <laughs> white meats we're so confused it was almost like layers of a cake but it was just layers of yeah. meat and stuffing <laughs> that was fun that was absolutely hilarious turducken good times yeah i did that one that was a me christmas dinner yep that was what's that one was, of yours that was before we moved here so yeah you were still the primary <laughs> chef de cuisine um But as far as some of mine, so I have a tendency, I like to get back to old school, like the traditional Thanksgiving of venison and and lobster and, and, you know, clams and whatnot. So like some of those ideas and concepts of like the colonial Thanksgiving is cool. But so like when you watch, what is it? The Christmas Carol? Mm. And then you're like, because we all eat turkey. I'm like, why is no one ever eating turkey in A Christmas Carol? I'm like, well, because... Only the, the, the elites, the aristocrats, they're the only... Very few people ate turkey back then. Majority of people ate a goose. So, um, we did it several years. I had one this year ready to go. Um, Christmas goose. And I, went, I remember, I think I don't remember if it was me or you who cooked it. I know I shot it. Um, I definitely cooked that. 100%. So good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is peasant life? Like, <laughs> seriously? Uh, go get some yams? Like, oh my God. It was the most delicious goose I have ever had. I labored over that goose because I was so. worried that it was going to be tough because goose is a lean meat. So I spent a lot of time but like the trick is, is infusing that... fat into it and just like yeah. really like using the, the skin. skin. The yeah. skin the skin is the key because the skin like yeah. it gives off all that flavor and as it renders down. Yeah. Um so I I remember that was one of my first Christmas dinners where I was blown away. Mm. I really do love now um one that we've kind of like really leaned into doing more and more often the porchetta for christmas oh yeah and that to me really like it reminds me of your dad yeah you know and so and of course like now that he's no longer with us it especially like makes me feel connected again to him around the holidays so i love when we can do porchetta so yeah porchetta and i think too that you still get it every year from the same Market. Butcher shop, yeah, yeah, from the same market that your dad got it from. My dad and my uncle and my grandpa. So, yeah, that's a fun one because, like, we used to always do porchetta dinners. Um, 
the Italian Fraternal Society. So it's kind of, again, brings back memories, um, happy memories. Uh, I do love it. The porchetta, oh goodness gracious, what is that? It's where the loin meets the pork belly. Um, it's just so delicious. Stuffing, ah, it's just delicious. <laughs> um, another fun one that I had a really, I had a very enjoyable time doing was, do you remember the year I did Gordon Ramsay's Christmas beef Wellington? Oh yeah. Did the did, the only difference for it being a Christmas Wellington is that you roast some chestnuts into your uh, your was it deschmel or whatever they call that yeah. mixture, um, and that was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, that was it was so much fun to and do. And you know, I'm not even really a mushrooms fan, so duck salad. Yeah, so I I loved your chestnut duck salad. It was it was. It was just that was it was fun, but again, that was early Sam cooking, and I was like, I'm going to take something. Excuse me, I'm going to try and tackle a recipe that I was so intimidated by, it was so far outside of my comfort zone. That was like that was like one of my first. Um, what's the word? challenge self-challenge yeah 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 um, like a personal challenge yeah a personal cooking challenge yeah it was and i was like there's no way i'm gonna do it and i'm like halfway through it i'm like i'm i'm doing it i'm crushing it yeah and i was like <laughs> i was so far in my comfort zone but it was so it, it felt it was fun it was just the pro i remember the process more than i remember eating it yeah so i remember eating it it was amazing like I can see myself slicing into it right now. So good. All right, what do we cover here? We covered holiday traditions. We talked about the Christmas menu. Um, we've been hanging out with you guys for a little while now, actually. Wow, our shared episodes are always so conversational, wonderfully long. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Let's finish this episode up in no hurry whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, by just talking about something that's kind of unique to us, um, or just like our family structure. I'm, I know that there are other families out there that navigate this as well. Um, but as we've mentioned before in the past, we are a blended family. So our oldest daughter is Sam's daughter from his first marriage. Our middle daughter is my daughter from my first marriage. And our youngest is our first shared, first shared child. That sounds weird. I don't shared demon. Shared, yeah, shared devil spawn. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we are a, a blended family, and so um, that does kind of uh, come into play around the holiday seasons, um, because of you know like custody arrangements or agreements, um, and how we are intentional about creating um family time for us and our family unit and also honoring our children's family time with their opposing parent i don't yeah opposing is i know what you're saying in the definition meets but that yes alternative parent yeah I, I, I i know what you're saying um holy cow have i i'm gonna i'll say this Man, I have made some mistakes, and I've learned some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, early on, 
in in my parenting journey i thought that if i you you think you're maximizing the spread of the holidays with your child with you know the other parent um and you're trying to be like all right well if you have christmas eve i'll have christmas day thinking we can split christmas if you love christmas don't do it (laughs) um it's not gonna work It, it on paper it sounds cool um and man i made that mistake so here's the thing all right so you're gonna spend christmas eve all right when that child wakes up you know it's christmas day so what am i gonna do am i gonna run down christmas day to be like all right you know santa came to our house let's go it's time to move but she's you know still experiencing christmas day at her mom's house so like is that fair to her Mm. oh on paper it sounds great listen folks treat christmas like christmas eve day it's just one unit okay one you know one year do thanksgiving the next year have christmas and then what we've learned is is for you know in the years that we don't have the kids okay on the 26th it's going to be christmas day for us it's okay it's just a day um but trying to force a child or force a former spouse to cram down, just stop, take a breath, and analyze what the situation looks like from that child's viewpoint. You're trying to, you think you're capitalizing by getting a Christmas Eve and your former spouse is getting a Christmas Day. You know what you're doing? You're robbing your kid of, two, of, of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Um, just treat it like one unit. And since that happened, we really haven't had an issue. We, the years that we don't have the girls, the 26th is our Christmas day. And we just have a very mellow, you know, our Christmas day is just chill. And that's okay. Um, but just check your ego. Check it to the wall. Just It's not about you. You want to keep... We, we talked about that core memory for me with the nutcrackers because I was in a happy and safe place at my Christmas as a, as a young person. And that's me at the same age as our kids. So I would never want a parent to steal that from me. So do everything you can to give that to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely like what we have been mindful of is just like, really saying what is in the best interest of the child and what is in the best interest of the child is is to be able to really be immersed in that day and those traditions which with whichever side of the family that they are on with that on that particular day and so the way that we have always done it is um we alternate between thanksgiving and christmas as you know, like those are holidays. Like we treat Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as one day. And so one year the girls will be with their other parents on Thanksgiving. Um and we will have them for Christmas. And then the next year it'll be the opposite. We'll have them for Thanksgiving and they'll be with their other parents for Christmas. And we were really intentional about aligning um the times that the girls are together with us at the same time because it would have been really easy for it to end up being like kind of a mess right and it's like oh every other weekend and then they never see each other you know so we made sure that 
you know, the kids are, were on the same weekends, the same holiday rotations, so that we really had that time to be together as a family. Um, and just, like, extend that respect and, and care, you know, for our former spouses to be like, you cherish this holiday with these kids that we love just as much, too, and, like, this does not need to be a power struggle about, like, oh, it's my day, like, I see, I see, you know, like, co-parenting, you know, former spouses falling into this trap all the time, like, like Sam said, checking your ego, like, it is Huge. not about you, you no one wins in this power struggle, all it does but, is hurt your child. But everyone loses. Yeah, and so it's just, like, it really is, like, what is the best thing for Taylor? What is the best thing for Mia? And then that always it makes the choice very clear, you know? Like like Thanksgiving. We had Mia for this Thanksgiving. All right. Hey, what was something you know what you would like to have happen? Well, dad's just sitting home and there's he's not celebrating it with anyone. Would you like us to have him have him come for dinner? Yeah. I would love that. Okay. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has and then nothing that, to do with you. And then that ended up making a new tradition. Like, Scott is with us for Thanksgiving every year now. And guess what we don't have? A custody issue. Yeah, no. It's, uh, yeah, so Scott, Scott is Mia's father. He's my ex-husband. And like I was saying, we used to always alternate, um, alternate holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving. And um, we got to a place a couple of years ago where... Um, Mia just really wanted him to be a part of our Thanksgiving celebration. And so Scott comes and has Thanksgiving dinner with us every year. My ex-husband <laughs> right at our, our, our Thanksgiving okay. dinner table. And it's wonderful. Like, the kids love it. Uh, Nora, our youngest, you know, she adores him. And they have no blood relation whatsoever. And we have a great time just mm -hmm. connecting and reflecting on the year. But all parties have checked their egos to the side. Yeah. All parties have, you know, like... Had to take a uh, had to take a had to take a step back and just be like, at the end of the day, what needs to happen? Yeah, you know, we want to present a beautiful meal, a beautiful experience, a beautiful holiday. The girls want to spend time with their sisters. They want to spend time with their all of their dads. They want to spend time with all of their family, and that's okay. Mm. And you know, we can we can provide that. You know, um, was it always like that for for me and my ex wife? No, but as you mature, as you mature and you grow and you become better, what is it you say? Better versions of yourself. Mm. Hey, man, your goal should be to achieve those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, totally. and now it's a great place. There's no animosity. It's beautiful. And I don't know. I think if we just give a little intentionality when it comes to how we approach holidays in blended families, it, it'll go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about it, too, as just like, you know, I think that, too, that there are people that fall into the trap of like, oh, I only have to deal with this person until my child turns 18 and then they're not in my life anymore. As if somehow parenting ends when your children graduate <laughs> high school, which is, of course, not at all the case. Like, I really think about it as like, Scott and I are no longer married, but we are co-parents and it is for life. We are going to be raising this child together for life. And so it's very important that we have a collaborative relationship, you know, otherwise, 
Mia suffers, you know, and for you to be a part of that as well, like the way you and Scott like respect each other and and like father together is absolutely incredible. Because after that, you're gonna be co-grandparents down the road. <laughs> oh like, my! It doesn't whoa, 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 whoa! It, okay, slow down. <laughs> it doesn't end. Is my point? It doesn't. It's... Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So we open up our tables and and open up our hearts because. Even though we are no longer together, we are still one one big family. We are we are a very blended, very crazy, very wonderful family. So anywho, that's it. That's what we got for you guys on this episode, all about holidays, holidays, holiday traditions, the Christmas menu, uh, navigating the holiday season as a blended family. Um, what do we got for a love yourself louder challenge? one actionable actionable insight actionable challenge um to, for them to take on this holiday season give a true gift from the heart that will make someone happy and expect nothing in return yeah it is the season of giving it is but it's not the gift the season of receiving just mm. just give something beautiful just for the sake of seeing that they're they're a wonderful organic reaction to that and don't expect anything in return just let that be the thing yeah i don't it shouldn't be transactional yeah and i would even say take it one step further and bless someone who you know this year is uniquely in need of, of being a can of spam of a can of spam that is not where i was going <laughs> Bless someone this year who you know is uniquely in need of of being uplifted. I yeah. think that all of us, all of us have people in our lives, you know, who will go through challenges at in different years and different seasons. And so, I'm sure that you can look at your inner circle this year and identify that there is one person who would really benefit from some extra love and feeling seen and 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 just feeling like your your grace like showered over them. So. Love Yourself Louder Challenge for this holiday, holiday-themed episode. Love on, love on that special someone. Love, love on others. Love, love on. Love others louder. Love them so loud. <laughs> You're such a poop. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. All right, there. guys. That's it. That's all we got. And so I would actually love to hear from you guys. I would really love for us to be able to... Um, incorporate some of your family traditions into our holiday season. I would love to hear what is on your Christmas table um, when you guys gather for dinner. Um, and if you two are a blended family, um, what are the holiday seasons like for you? What works? What doesn't work? Um, we love, love, love to read your guys' feedback and your questions. And so um, you can go ahead and drop those gems in the Love Yourself Ladder treasure chest. Um, we would love to share your thoughts um, and, and just your reflections on one of our next episodes. Um, so share the love, share the wisdom, submit your questions at loveyourselfladder.com backslash questions. We can't wait to dive into your brilliance. Thank you for tuning in, as always, lovely listeners. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All of the things. Yes. I'm sure there's others that we missed. Um, yeah, all, all around the world. Just, you know, love on each other this time of year. Remember what it's all about. 
That's it. That's like, <laughs> I was like, where are we going? All right. Anyway, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing when the next episode drops every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I didn't know this was a thing I was committed to, but I've been honoring it. And so I'm going to speak it out and you guys can hold me accountable. Um, also, guys, leave your girl a review. Um, it would mean so much to me. If you're loving what you're hearing, hit that five stars. Give us your feedback. Um, it'll totally, totally help us take some territory in this very, very new podcasting experience. Um, share your growth wins. Share your self-love wins um, that you're achieving along the way. Um, can't wait to hear those. Until next time, keep growing, enjoy your holiday, and keep loving yourself louder. Bye!